0: A Day With The King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to lead children through a study of the Bible and to grow in their understanding and love for God. We invite you to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com So come on kids, join us now and each week for A Day With The King.
1: Hello, welcome to our worship time. I'm so glad
2: you came back. Come on in and join us. Hello, Auntie Cecily, it's so good to see you again. Oh, it's good to be here, Auntie Nat. I really enjoy just having worship with the children each Sabbath. Yes, I can't believe another week has
1: already gone by and the kids are already here in the lounge room with us to welcome in the King. How are you, kids? Good. Oh, that's good. Now Annie Cecily, I know that you want to say hello
2: to someone who's been watching the program. Yes, I want to say hello to Cara in Victoria, Australia. Hello, hello. Cara! Hi. I'm so happy that
1: so many of you are joining us in worshiping the King. Can you remember who else we need to say hello to? Yes, it's Teddy. (laughs) Hello, Teddy. I'm so glad that you're on the couch with us again. Aunt Cecily, can you please say a prayer for us to open
2: our worship time? Yes, I'd love to. Let's bow our heads. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you so much for keeping us safe during the week. And we thank you for this Sabbath. And we just pray that you would be with us now as we worship you in Jesus' name. amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Do you know we have blessings to share with other people on the Sabbath it's a really good thing to do and we have a blessing box here and Kaylee, I'm going to get you to read the blessing that we can do this Sabbath for someone
0: Take a meal around to
1: someone who is unable to prepare food for Sabbath. Wow that is such a great idea especially for an older person or someone who's had a difficult week and they can't prepare food for the Sabbath that would be great wouldn't it Do you sometimes help mum or dad cook a meal to take to someone else? Can you think of a meal that you would like to prepare with your mum to take to someone? Salad. Well, I think that would be a great blessing to someone, especially because of circumstances they couldn't prepare a meal for the Sabbath. I think that would be a terrific blessing. Mm -hmm. Aunt Cecily, you have a blessing to share with us as well.
2: Can you please share that with us? Yes. Do you remember our talk last Sabbath? We discovered that if we love Jesus, will not be afraid of his second coming. Later on, we'll study about Samuel and how God spoke to him when he was a young boy. This was to prepare him for a great work that God wanted to do through him. When Jesus returns, he'll speak with a loud voice. You can read about that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18. It says, The Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ Mm. will rise first. Mm. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them Mm. in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Isn't that an amazing promise? So our family and friends who died believing in Jesus will be raised from the dead at Jesus' second coming. And those of us who are alive at Jesus' second coming will be taken to meet the Lord in the air and he will take us back to heaven. Let's comfort one another with these words just as the verse tells us to and believe in God's promises. Oh, amen, Auntie Cecily
1: that gives that message gives us so much hope and comfort what do you think i think it does does. and look who's arrived thanks pastor rick for joining us again in our worship time
3: oh glad to and i heard or understand that you've been studying samuel is that right have a song about samuel it's just called samuel
0: It. Can we sing A Little Talk With Jesus?
3: Oh, That's a great choice, Caleb. Let's sing it together. And we'll sing it through twice. A
4: little talk with Jesus makes it right, all right. A little talk with Jesus makes it right, all right. In trials of every kind, praise God I'll always find. A little talk with Jesus makes it right, all right. And again. A little talk with Jesus makes it right, all right. A little talk with Jesus makes it right, all right. In trials of every kind, praise God, I'll always find. A little talk with Jesus makes it right,
0: all right. Pastor can we please sing the sanctuary song?
3: That's a lovely song, the sanctuary song. Thank mm-hmm. you.
4: you yeah.
2: Pastor Rick, it's always so good to praise God in song. Now, guess what? Dr. John is back with some more wonderful stories for us. We learn so much from his stories, don't we? Yes. Let's go and join him in his study.
3: Hello, boys and girls. I'm Dr. John and welcome to Storytime and welcome to boys and girls wherever you are. I want to tell you the story of little Len Barnard. He was born almost 96 years ago in New Zealand. He had some sadness, he lost his mummy, he had to live in an orphanage, but his daddy got him back and trained him up. He loved Jesus, he didn't know what he wanted to do, he was very smart. But the war came and he was sent way up to New Guinea. He didn't want to shoot people, so he became an army medic looking after wounded soldiers and after the war he thought, I like New Guinea, I want to live here, and he opened a leper hospital. And he did so much walking, and when you go to New Guinea, you're either going up or you're going down, you're going up or down, there are 800 mountain chains. And as he was walking, sometimes he said, there we go, an aeroplane, he said, I want an aeroplane. He learned to fly. And he begged the church leaders, please get me an aeroplane. And finally, he got his aeroplane. It was the happiest day in Pastor Barnard's life. A brand new aeroplane, a Cessna. And you know, he was so happy. I have flown with him many times sitting in that seat. And he did many hours, but one day he was up in the Highlands and he was with the natives. And before he could take off again, he had to get the aeroplane propeller. Now, aeroplane propellers are very important, but don't walk into them. He had to turn it around so it would be ready to start when he pressed the button. And as he was turning it, All of a sudden it coughed and the propeller spun and got him in the leg. And there was only that much skin left holding his leg on and the doctor was going to take it off. And this here is the propeller that chopped Pastor Barnard in the leg. They were going to take his leg off and he said, please don't take my leg off. I'll never be able to fly again. I'll never be able to walk in New Guinea. And he had a very good doctor in New Guinea and they carefully got the blood vessels back, but his leg was in a terrible state and they flew him down to Sydney. And he got a very clever orthopedic bone doctor who put his leg back together. And I knew that doctor very well because it was my father, Dr. Brian Hammond. And Dr. Hammond fixed his leg and he was able to walk again. He had to use a stick. And this was Pastor Barnard's stick. as a crocodile chasing a dog. And when he learnt to walk properly again and he didn't need it any longer... He came to my father and he said, I want to give you a present because I'm not going to use this stick anymore. I'm going to go back to New Guinea and to fly my beloved plane. And, you know, he did. He flew for many, many years. He had so much experience. Even though he was only a nurse, he did operations on people from who was speared and cut and who fell down cliffs, he fixed broken bones. He was the most marvelous doctor who was only ever a nurse and a pilot. And you know, he came back here and he flew planes for many years until he was over 90. He had a little plane, uh, ultralight, and my son now owns that plane and he's fixing it up he can fly it around. Pastor Barnard was the greatest of our mission pilots, and we had many wonderful pilots. And he and Pastor Winch used to fly the plane that had this propeller, which is no longer used. And Pastor Barnard is now sleeping in Jesus. And one day, he will fly again. He's not gonna need a propeller. He's not gonna need wings. He will fly with the angels, and we look forward to seeing Pastor Barnard in the kingdom of heaven.
1: Welcome back, boys and girls. If you haven't got your Bibles ready yet, go get them now so you can follow along with us. Kate, can you please say a prayer for us to open our Bible study?
0: Dear Father, thank you for the many blessings you provide for us. We thank you for our Bibles and ask that you to help us to understand what we read, please be
1: with the children who are watching at home. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks, Kate. Now, Bethany, we studied about uh, two people last Sabbath. Who were they? Ruth and Naomi. And what happened? Ruth wanted to fo- follow Naomi so um, Ruth could follow her God. That was a good story, wasn't it? Today, boys and girls, we're going to a new book in the Bible, and that is First Samuel. Now, Anna, you're going to read our first reading. We're going to read about a man named Elkanah. Can you read 1 Samuel 1, 2 to 5? And he had
0: two wives. The name of one was Hannah and the name of the other Peninnah. Peninnah had children, but Hannah had no children. This man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Also, the two sons of Eli Hopfini and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Peninnah, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah he would give a double portion,
1: for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. Do you think having more than one wife is a good idea? No. no, we have studied many times how much stress that causes on a family. When the family visited the sanctuary, even though Hannah had no children, Elkanah would give her a double portion of the offering because he loved her so much. But let's see what Penina's reaction is. Matthew, can you please read First Samuel 1, to
0: 6-7? And her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. So it was year by year when she went up to the house
1: of the Lord that she prov- she provoked her, therefore she wept and did not eat. Mm. So Penina gave her a really hard time and harassed her so much about not having children. The Bible tells us that Hannah was miserable. Do you think that's a nice thing to do? No, no I don't think it is. So Hannah went to the door of the sanctuary and prayed and Kate can you point to the the, um, the gate of the sanctuary of the tabernacle there yeah that's probably where she went to to pray okay i think that's a very good place to go it's always good to pray to god isn't it kate can you please read first samuel one eleven?
0: then she made a vow and said o lord of hosts if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maid servant And remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child. Then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor
1: shall come upon his head. So Hannah is promising that she will give her first child back to the Lord. If only the Lord would allow her to have a child. Now we just read something interesting that no razor shall come upon his head meaning that she was going to dedicate her child to the Lord's service as a Nazarite. Now, priest Eli comes across Hannah praying so fervently that he thinks that she's drunk and he calls her on it. Let's see what Hannah's response is. Caleb, can you please read 1 Samuel 1, 15 and 17, please? But Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a
0: woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine or intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace. And the God of Israel grants you
1: petition which you have asked him of Mm. him. So Eli, the head priest, sent Hannah home with a blessing. And verse 18 tells us Hannah was no longer sad. I think when we have great burdens like Hannah, going to God in prayer is a positive thing to do. Mm. Let's look at our memory verse. We're going to go to James 5.13. And boys and girls at home, James is in the New Testament. We're going to read that together. So so where your bookmarks are, James 5.13. Let's read that. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. That's a very good promise for us to remember. So let's see what happens next. JJ, can you go go back to First uh, Samuel and read us First Samuel one twenty?
0: Yeah. So it came to pass in the process process of t- time that Hannah conceived and bore a son. And called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked for him
1: from the Lord. Wow. So did God answer her prayer? Yes. yes, Yes, he did. Now, when Samuel was a small child, Hannah took him up to the sanctuary on their yearly visit. Let's see what she says to priest Eli. Aunt Cecily, you're going to read
2: first Samuel one twenty-six to 28. And she said, O my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by you here, praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition which I asked of him. Therefore, I also have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worshipped the Lord there.
1: Wow! So Hannah had such great faith to leave her child at the sanctuary with priest Eli. Let's see what happens next. Something happens in the sanctuary. Anna, can you please read 1 Samuel 2.12?
0: Now the sons of Eli were corrupt.
1: They did not know the Lord. So we know from 1 Samuel 1.3 that Eli's sons' names were Hopni and Phinehas. They were doing unholy things in a holy place. Priest Eli, their father, had neglected to reprimand his sons, and he let their behavior continue. Finally, the children of Israel complain so much to Eli about his sons that he goes to his sons. Eli pleads, but no avail. They still sin before the Lord. In verse 27, the Bible tells us a man of God came to Eli to warn him of his son's behavior. But again, it all falls on deaf ears. Okay, Bethany, let's see what's happening now. 1 Samuel 2, 18 to 21, please. But Samuel ministered before the Lord even as a child,
0: wearing a linen ephod. Moreover, his mother used to make him a little robe and bring it to him year by year when she came by with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. And Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, the Lord give you descendants from this woman for the loan that was given to the Lord. Then they would go to their own home. And the Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the child Samuel grew before the Lord.
1: Mm, thanks, Bethany. So Hannah visited her son once a year. She didn't forget about him, even though she took him to the sanctuary and she brought a robe which she had made for him. And priest Eli continued to bless Elkanah and Hannah. And how many more children did Hannah have? Five. She had five more children. Kate, can you please read 1 Samuel two twenty
0: six? And the child Samuel grew in stature and
1: in favour both with the Lord and men. Thanks, Kate. Let's look at our torchlight now, because Mrs. White's writing shines something on that verse for us. Caleb, can you please read that for us?
0: Though Samuel's youth was passed at the tabernacle devoted to the worship of God, he was not free from evil influences or sinful example. The sons of Eli feared not God nor honoured their father, but Samuel did not seek their company nor follow their evil ways. It was his constant endeavour to become what God would have him. This is the privilege of every youth. God is
1: pleased when even little children give themselves to his service. Oh, thanks, Caleb. That was beautifully read. Isn't that a lovely promise for us? God can use even children for his service. So God blessed Samuel for choosing to follow him. Now, because of the sin of Eli's family and the Israelites following the gods of the Canaanites, God was not communicating or revealing himself to his people but something very special happened because of Samuel's faithfulness. Let's read what happened one night when Samuel and Eli had gone to bed. JJ, you're going to read that for us in 1 Samuel 3, 4 to 7. Yep. That
0: the Lord called Samuel and he answered, here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, here I am for you called me. And he said, I did not call, lie down again. And he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, No, the not. Yet now the Lord, nor was the word
1: of the Lord, yet revealed to him. Thanks, JJ. Aunt Cecily, can you please read First Samuel 3, 8 to 10?
2: And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down and eat. It shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Mm. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears.
1: Wow. So God decides to speak to Samuel, who is only a child. What an amazing honor that was. Mm -hmm. We are told that Samuel was only about 12 years old when this happened. So God was preparing and going to use Samuel in a very special way to do his work. Mm -hmm. Thank you, boys and girls, for reading along with us. We have have a devotional available that goes into more depth on what we study today. Here's how you can get that.
4: Hey, boys and girls, like Aunty Nat said you can download our devotionals free from our website at www.adaywiththeking.com. Hey Nick, don't forget about Teddy. Oh yes, while you're there, you can visit Teddy's blog. He has posted some videos of his intense training for the show.
0: Boys and girls, we want to hear from you. Send us an email on how you're enjoying the show. So hop online today.
2: Thanks Nick and Sarah. Boys and girls, Jesus wants to be your very best friend. And the way to get to know Jesus is by reading your Bible every day. That's why we've developed the Daily Devotionals to help you with this. And if you have any questions about any of the Bible studies, you can contact us by the address on the screen. Auntie Nat, can you tell us what we're going to be studying about next week?
1: Sure, yes, next Sabbath we're going to study about something that gets stolen. Come back next week and we'll study about that together. Aunt Cecily, shall we go over the memory verse
2: we learnt in our Bible study today? Yes, this is an easy one to remember. Say it with me together boys and girls. James 5.13, Is
0: anyone among you suffering? Let's Let him pray.
2: JJ, we've come to the end of another worship time. What did you learn from our worship today? That Samuel had faith in God. Yes, he certainly was faithful, even though there was a lot of evil around him. And he's a good example of what we should be like today and that we should stay faithful no matter what.
1: Yes, that's a good example, isn't it? Arnie Cecily, do you think we're about ready to sing our blessings on to the children at home?
2: Yes, it's sad, but it's a lovely way to say goodbye to Mm. everybody. So let's turn around and do
1: that.
4: Goodbye! Goodbye. See you next
0: time! I'm looking forward to going to heaven because there'll be never-ending food. I'm looking forward to going to heaven because I get to see all the Bible characters. I'll be able to play with all the animals. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Television. God bless you, kids, and remember to join us
4: next week.